0: How do we feel about AI written reviews?
1: <laughs>
0: I think it's a,
2: what a curious topic you've brought up there, Dylan. Um, <laughs> um I think because, like, okay, what point do you? I think AI written reviews bad, but like, where does the point where, like, say, like a service like Grammarly. Turns into AI, like if if if
0: Grammarly. Well, I gets, use Grammarly, and I feel like yeah, everyone I, should yeah. use Grammarly if they write. Grammarly's anything, great,
2: hundred so percent. Yeah. But like, at what point does Grammarly like fall under the AI category? You know, like it, it,
1: it's I especially, especially it's when it pops up and says, "Hey, this sentence is shit. Use this sentence instead."
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Where it's like where it's like reformatting I mean, the running advice. The only for people I don't know, Grammarly is just like a. Uh, it's like a, it's word a spell writer, checker. It's, it's, it's like, like a like spell a, checker, but a like plugin. Like yeah, yeah. Everywhere. Um, the but what's the difference between that and them saying, "Hey, you could write this sentence a bit better." Better compared to what did um, Microsoft Word used to have? A blue line or something like a green line, like where they were yeah, like, "Hey, this I sentence f- could be f- structure wise could be better." That's what yeah, the but little squiggly I, I feel like mean.
2: It's that's the thing, right? Is is I think Grammarly goes a step further than that, where it, like...
1: It tells you exactly what to say.
2: Yeah, it tells you what, what to say, is whereas... Something.
0: You don't have to use yeah. it.
2: And, like, half the time you, like, would, like, the blue or the green line or whatever the fuck it was on Word, it would just be like, this sentence is fragmented. Yeah. But it doesn't really give you, like, an idea of, of how to fix it or anything. You just have to kind of either ignore it and say, fuck it, whatever, or... Um, yeah do fix
0: it yourself. I, I don't know. I think. Grammarly, like anything, it's, it'll be like, Hey, this, this is wrong. And I'm like, no, you're right. You're wrong. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then you just like choose to ignore it. Yeah. So it's not like, and, it's not like it's and writing. And that's the book. thing is, is with articles or
2: with writing or with books in general, are people like writing the article themselves and then chucking it through AI to like, give it that bit of zhuzh, to give it that bit of like glow up. Um, and is that okay? Is that not okay? Um, what if I can do that? Let's live. There's got to be a. I would say there
1: has got to gotta be like, like a thesaurus app or something, app or like something that like thing that like make, makes you sound make your uh, sentences sound more pretentious or something.
2: <laughs> more pretentious.
0: What if I write <laughs> make this sound like it was? What would you call it? Make it sound like make this sound like it was written uh, for university? No, for a lecture. No. Like, what What would be a, like... Pretentious. Like <laughs> Alright, pretentious. I'll just say pretentious. <laughs> make this sound... more... You could even be more ambiguous. You could be more ambiguous more. and just say, make this sound better. I feel like then it might not. I just, I just wanted to add like a bunch of really big words for no reason because I hate when people do that, and I don't know anyone who would do that. That'd be crazy. Um, so I just copied <laughs> the first. <laughs> Shit. I just grabbed the. I had my Jacob's Ladder uh, movie Blu-ray review open because I just posted that right. Um, I just copied the first two paragraphs so I've, i wrote in um, Chat G B GPT or whatever it's called. Make this sound more pretentious, and then I've copied in the fur uh, and then like quoted the. The uh, two paragraphs. Let's see what it does. Um. All right. So I was writing it. Yeah. Okay. So it's changed a bunch of words to its. Yeah. So my original. So for example, my first. The first time I watched Jacob's letter it was a DVD release, which looked pretty rough. The Blu-ray looks indefinitely better, even from the thirty-five mm negative. Um. Here, the film retains a grainy nature. That's part of the film's charm, while not being distracting. So that's my first couple sentences. Right. They've changed the the thing here, and you can see pick which words I didn't have. So they've wrote. The initial viewing of Jacob's Ladder left me unimpressed due to the low-quality DVD release, which failed to do justice to the film's visual artistry. However, the Blu-ray version is an unequivocal improvement, even surpassing <laughs> the 35. 35- <laughs> no way! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no
1: fucking way! You added
2: that word,
0: right? fucking no, way that's what, <laughs> what i tell you I'm like pretentious and it's the adecrymical
2: oh no oh no no, no 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 oh my god! the sublime
0: presentation of the film oh. grainy texture imbues <laughs> it with certain Jane there squinquire without causing undue distraction <laughs> <laughs>
2: unequivocally
0: unequivocal that's uh damn can't take that wow back. yeah <laughs> shit i reckon i reckon that if anyone uses the word unequivocal <laughs> it may like. be written by ai <laughs> <laughs>
2: and if it's like you know if you do write articles but one of your go-to words is unequivocal maybe just remove it from your vocabulary for a while you know maybe just
0: uh use it less
1: <laughs> i, I unequivocally agree
0: Yep. <laughs> Although a cinematic tour to force Jacob's ladder presents a harrowing viewing experience, one which I found myself dreading, despite its unquestionable brilliance, to the uninitiated. It occupies a peculiar position in film history. Yeah, it's just changed everything I've written and just like changed it to more pretentious words. <laughs> like it's it's still structured exactly. Oh. Like the sentence, the sentences and the general like like the idea, the way it's laid it. out, like, the idea is the, the same. They yeah. haven't changed the sentences <laughs> around anything. They've literally just gone in. So, like, where I've wrote for those that have not seen the film, it's hard not to think of Jacob's Ladder uh, whenever anti war films are mentioned, right? They've changed that to for aficionados of the genre. It's oh just changing God. it to a wanky sentence structure. <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, oh, yeah. you're a terrible writer, John. How dare you say for those that have not seen the film? you should say for aficionados of the genre. I can't even say the <laughs> word right, fuck it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> aficionados. Aficionados. <laughs> I automatically. Oh <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> <laughs> How good's that? So yeah, I mean, it's it's something. It's an interesting um when you read these stories about like schools having to worry about this so, like i cannot imagine if you was in school now like are people just the idea that teachers have to run well they've essays? already had to do that
2: you already ridiculous. To, like teachers already have to do that for plagiarism like it's starting to become a norm like i don't know for, at least when i was in high school it was a thing in universities and like higher education was running um essays through a to see, and you had to like do it yourself almost before you submitted it. You have to run it through and say, Okay, this is what's been plagiarized, or this has already been written somewhere else. Um, and then you have to almost self edit your article, your essays to make sure it doesn't kind of meet a certain benchmark. Um, so I think it's just evolving to that now. Um, I think you know, if some hooligan or crazy person was to like make a graph of a whole bunch of essays and like rate them as likely (laughs) or unlikely and just like kind of really dig down into the weeds of it you would be astonished by the results
1: i don't know i feel like some would be just random outliers um because (laughs) of people's skill and like the way they word things in particular ways you know or it could just be one paragraph that's like
0: chat gpt never the no software. not really no so it keeps i just realized it keeps this is the second time i've opened it but it keeps your previous searches and um, like as days and i just realized i can see the first day i opened it like the first thing it's everything i've wrote into it here i remember at the time i was sitting here with my my dad and i can tell you the exact same the exact point where he was like <laughs> put that in so i started with top 20 it's <laughs> top 20 movies in 1998 is what the first thing I wrote into to hear. I just picked a random year just to see what it said. So it was like, Saving Private Ryan, American History X, Truman Show, Bugs Life, there's something out there. I was like, all right, interesting Wes. Um, Then I went to write a joke about bread and shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and it said, why did the loaf of bread wear shoes? To rise to the occasion. And then I said, "We didn't say AI had a sense of humor."
2: Wouldn't wouldn't the joke just like the straightforward joke there would be like, "What shoes does does bread wear?" And then you say
0: a pair of loafers. No, talking AI. Like
2: that's that's the that's the low hanging. Okay. Then I
0: said, "Make a cocktail recipe called the Tasmanian Drunk." and it, it's r- r- wrote it out as a proper recipe it's like ingredients, two, two ounce Tasmanian whiskey, one ounce fresh lime juice all this stuff, and then it's like directions, in a shaker, combine the Tasmanian whiskey, lime juice, honey syrup cranberry and bitters, and ice shake well and all this stuff, um, it even says here, like, note, you can use any whiskey as a substitute for Tasmanian whiskey, like bourbon or scotch. Um then I got wrote, uh, then I said, short story about a man who discovers he has an allergy to bread <laughs> <laughs> you really? on the bread train, <laughs> yeah. really on the bread I train I don't know why <laughs> so I was like, it, said, it wrote John has always been a big fan of bread he loved the smell of breaking in the oven the feel of it in his hands and the taste of it with butter and jam he ate bread every day, whenever it was toast for breakfast or a sandwich for lunch or a roll of dinner one day, John woke up with a strange feeling in his stomach he didn't feel sick exactly, but he felt a little off he decided to have a toast for breakfast thinking it would make him feel better, but as soon as he took a bite, he knew something was wrong his stomach started to hurt <laughs> so now, I showed that to my dad, and he was like, "That's funny." This is what my dad said: short story about an overweight man who loves big boobs. <laughs> oh my god, oh, that is a poet. Sure, uh, yeah, blame
1: that on your dad. Dylan. That is blame that on your dad.
0: It's a very specific: short, overweight man who loves big boobs. So <laughs> it, it did. It, it wrote it. Mike has always been a big guy. He'd always struggled with his weight and had always been self-conscious about it. But it was one thing that he loved more than anything else in the world. Big breasts. <laughs> Mike had always had a thing for women with large chests. He loved it, the way they looked, the way they felt, and the way they bounced. He spent hours looking at pictures of them online, and even had a collection of videos and magazines that he kept hidden in his closet. Wow.
2: And it goes on and on and
0: on. I uh, like well, how, how long? Uh, I don't know,
2: like six, seven paragraphs. Oh Mm. my God. Jeez. Do you reckon Chat AI could write like a good wrestling promo? And like, would it be better than anything Vince McMahon could come up with?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, gather around. I've got a bone to pick with none other than the man himself, Vince McMahon. This guy thinks he's the king of the world, but let me tell you. He's the biggest slime bowl in the business. He's got no respect for the blood, sweat, and tears of the wrestlers who put their bodies on a line night after night. He talks about being the best, but all he cares about is lining his own pockets. He's more interested in pushing his pet projects and giving his buddies a leg up than he is putting on a great show for the fans. And let's not forget about the way he treats the women wrestlers. He's got no problem exploiting their looks and pushing them into roles that are demeaning and degrading. So if you want to see real wrestling, if you want to see wrestlers who aren't, in it, who are in it for the love of the sport, then you need to turn your back on Vince McMahon and everything he stands for. We're going to take him down one move at a time and show him what real wrestling is all about. All right. I write, I, write me a wrestling promo about how bad Vince McMahon is.
2: Go on, though. That's another wrestling promotion. Um, look, if you really wanting to embody the role of AEW and Tony Khan in that, all you would need to do is read it out again, but not blink the entire time. And just really open-eyed stare at, at what you're reading. Because, man, Tony Khan's doing I, some great things. Here's what things. I wrote in.
0: I just replied. Add in AEW. <laughs> That's all I wrote. <laughs> it left the same paragraph, but then changed it a little bit from there. While Vince McMahon is busy clinging to his old ways and the rest of the wrestling world has evolved, a new leader has, inf- has emerged in the form of AEW. They represent everything that wrestlers should be. High-flying, high-energy, and authentic, this guy Vince thinks he's the king of the world, but let me tell you, he's the biggest slime ball in the business. Blah 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 blah. Going so, if you want to see real wrestling, if you want to see wrestlers who are in it for the love of the sport, you need to turn your back on Vince McMahon and everything he stands for. AEW is the future of wrestling, and we're going to take him down one move at a time. Damn, AEW. <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean there's I don't know. that my my thoughts on this like i think this is fun for this sort of thing like just writing in random shit like having it respond to stuff i think that's fun like as far as like my feelings on a um ai technologies okay. i do worry about the 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 future of people are like using this to legitimately tr- like writing like if someone's if and I guarantee it's happening. It, this is the thing. I guarantee there are some websites out there. You not your big like IGNs or stuff. There would be sites out there who are using this to post stuff.
2: Guaranteed. It would be like now, honestly, especially for like news articles and stuff, which news articles are coming out every. You know, you could have twenty news articles a day if you had the time to post them. If you could just write in to Chat to Chat GP and just be like. Uh, just give me um, how the new Super Mario movie is going uh, yeah. and news on the release or something, and it would just make you a news article. Um, it would make your site look a lot more active and um, than maybe some people have the capability of doing currently.
0: What's your feeling on AI Ash?
1: Uh, it's scary, you know, because it's going to come and take all of their jobs.
0: It's good It's a
1: no, well, yeah. I mean, it's. It, I guess it's a little bit more scary when it's getting into more creative things, I guess. Like, obviously, there's been the big talk about uh, all the AI around art and that kind of stuff and, like, like a lot of conventions and stuff like banning AI art and, like, uh, uh, is it stealing and like uh, all that kind of stuff and clearly yeah, it yeah. is because it's stealing. It's just generating it off content that other people have uploaded to the internet without any uh, say-so or whatever, but, yeah. I think um there's a lot there to to dive into, I think.
0: It's scary and it's it's sort of happening. It's too happening
1: fast. too fast. Yeah, like that's I problem. believe like last week or the week before, like a whole bunch of like big tech people came out and said we should just put a six month pause on any more development of AI until we can figure out what we should do um around it and that kind of stuff. So yeah, because it's you gonna know, just happening so fast like this i've heard reports that like people have had like people have been scammed with people like what was it like a mother got a call from her son um saying that he was in a car accident and he needs money to like get out of jail get bailed out of jail uh but the phone call to his mother was a a, ai generated phone call her son was fine the entire time like
0: stuff like that is fucking scary Mm. It gets to a point like you just have to be like, is this a bot? But now you could usually tell very easy. So now it's well, we we get into the point. Like, where is this AI?
2: Like globally, like governments need to start looking at um, your everybody having their own IP and everything in terms of like your voice that you hmm. everybody owns their own voice and everything like it is, and start managing that so people don't can't freely just start using it. Like it is. I see the the common one that popped up, that kind of was the leading one for me, was the the president's memes that were coming out and the president videos where it was Joe Biden and Donald Trump and Barack Obama mm. playing video games and fucking around and stuff like that in videos. Um, yeah. It's it's yeah, it's a
0: developing thing, you know. I mean, um, I saw we as people who like I watch *Corridor Crew*, are we all up to date on their drama they had a couple weeks back? Sort of, yeah. I read about it. So their their thing was they they used AI to create this like fully animated product, and of course that upset a lot of uh, Ill, artists, right? Because it was like they the way they talked about it was like it was the future and that it was yeah they're like this is up. the future because fuck artists like <laughs> well not that but yes. they were like this shit takes like, way too much time so like screw that let's just use this and then everyone was like what the fuck man like so yeah and. I mean, that's for everything. That's that's for, uh, art. R- people using it to write stuff. People using it to, um, I should uh, art like photographs, realistic looking photographs. There was that thing where it was like ah, oh, there was that week where all those pictures were going around with the hands. You know, they always had like ten fingers. I was like ah, at least that's a thing. Like they, I was taking them years yes. to be able to solve that. Two weeks later, they're like yeah, they solved the hand thing. the ai can draw hands properly now. I'm like. It's learning too fast. <laughs> like, is, is, <laughs> yeah. I thought this was going to be a problem for one an easy way to tell, like, what a fake picture was. Oh, they'll have six fingers. They're like, nah, they figured it out. I'm like, cool, great, awesome. All right, well, uh, happy Easter, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was a, a weird, filled topic for for uh, yeah, just the questions. completely it's random and out of
1: nowhere for some of, reason.
2: Yeah, nowhere. Um, AI, I think we we're talking about AI, and I clicked record. That's uh, just,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the that's how this podcast works, isn't it? <laughs> was this was
1: the script for this podcast completely generated in AI? I don't know. Are we even? Has <laughs> anybody recording? just typed
2: into chat AI? How do we stop AI? And how do we take
0: it? <laughs> how do we stop AI? I'll try. How do we? How do we stop AI? Oh, my God. As an AI language myself, model myself, I believe it's important to clarify that AI is not inherently bad or dangerous. In fact, AI has the potential to bring out tremendous benefits in humanity, such as improving healthcare, reducing carbon emissions, enhancing transportation safety. That being said, it's important to ensure that AI systems develop and used in a responsible and ethical manner and that they design safety mechanisms in place to prevent unintended harm. Here are some ways to help ensure that AI is developed and used responsibly. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Yeah, so it's got like a, it's got something written in there. I <laughs> got okay, here. I I I, <laughs> I said write a script for an episode of Arcade Couch podcast. Host <laughs> one. Hello and welcome back to Arcade Couch, your favorite podcast about all things gaming. I'm your host, and with me today is host name two. How are you doing today, host name two? Host, host two says, "I'm doing great. I'm excited here to hear you talk about all lands gaming and news and releases." Host one, "Absolutely. So let's dive right into it." First topic today is recent release game Resident Evil Village. Blah 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 blah. That it it's got a full script. I'm not okay.
2: One. I'm not okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's.
2: It uh, ends somehow.
0: We get into loot boxes down here, and it's.
2: <laughs> well, it's, it's just passing. That's, that's right, it's just While grabbing,
0: yeah, from recent it's things. Like, While some it. argue that loot boxes are just another form of gambling, I obviously agree that the harms addition to the game. Host two. Personally, I think there needs to be more regu- regulation around the use of loot boxes, particularly when it comes to protecting young players. Host one. I agree. It's important to show that gaming reigns a safe and activity for everyone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Write a script for what do you wanna watch? Podcast.
2: <laughs> I wonder if it's going to have all the like parts that we have to edit out of the recording. <laughs> if it, hopefully, it has the post having to redo the intro three or four times.
0: Struggling with this one. Oh, that's because it can't be.
1: Uh, the magic of what do you want to watch can't be captured by AI, I guess.
0: All right, I wrote in, who is Ashley Hobley? There could be a lot of Ashley Hobleys in the world. It's true. It says, Ashley Hobley is a well-known gaming content creator and podcast host based in Australia. You ready for yeah, a word? Yeah, let's off right off.
2: there. I'm scared by this shit. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that's there. Let's off uh, <laughs> <let's>, uh, <laughs> All
0: right, let's record arcade catch.